Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Thursday, the 32nd day of Lent. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. In your great compassion blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin, for I know my offenses and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so you are justified when you speak and write in your judgment. Indeed, I was born steeped in wickedness, a sinner from my mother's womb. Indeed, you delight in truth deep within, and you would have me know wisdom deep within me. Remove my sins with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be purer than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness that the body you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all of my wickedness. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. Let me teach your ways to offenders and sinners shall be restored to you. Rescue me from bloodshed, O God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. For you take no delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You are not pleased with burnt offering. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit, a troubled and broken heart, O God, you will not despise. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful Father, you freely forgive those who, as David of old, acknowledge and confess their sins, create in us pure hearts, and wash away all our sins in the blood of your dear Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many, in various ways, by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a Son. Our reading from Deuteronomy chapter 24, beginning this morning at verse 5. When a man is newly married, he shall not go out with the army or be charged with any related duty. He shall be free at home one year to be happy with the wife whom he has married. No one shall take a mill or an upper millstone in pledge, for that would be taking a life in pledge. If someone is caught kidnapping another Israelite, enslaving or selling the Israelite, then the kidnapper shall die, so shall you purge the evil from your midst. Guard against an outbreak of leprous skin disease by being very careful. You shall carefully observe whatever the Levitical priests instruct you, just as I have commanded them. Remember that the Lord your God did to Miriam on your journey out of Egypt. When you make your neighbor a loan of any kind, you shall not go into the house to take a pledge. You shall wait outside while the person to whom you are making the loan brings the pledge out to you. If the person is poor, you shall not sleep in the garment given you as a pledge. You shall give the pledge back by sunset so that your neighbor may sleep in the cloak and bless you, and it will be your credit before the Lord your God. 
You shall not withhold the wages of poor and needy laborers, whether Israelites or aliens who reside in your land or in one of your towns. You shall pay them their wages daily before sunset, because they are poor and their livelihood depends on them. Otherwise they might cry out to the Lord against you, and you would incur guilt. Parents shall not be put to death for their children, nor shall children be put to death for their parents. Only for their own crimes may persons be put to death. You shall not deprive a resident alien or an orphan of justice. You shall take the you shall not take a widow's garment in pledge. Remember that you were a slave in Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you from there. Therefore, I command you to do this. When you reap your harvest in your field and forget a sheaf in the field, you shall not go back to get it. It shall be left for the alien, the orphan, and the widow, so that the Lord your God may bless you in all your undertakings. When you beat your olive trees, do not strip what is left. It should be for the alien, the orphan, and the widow. And when you gather the grapes of your vineyard, do not glean what is left. It shall be for the alien, the orphan, and the widow. Remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. Therefore, I am commanding you to do this. The word of the Lord. Sometimes we read portions of Torah and scratch our heads and wonder why. Other times, like today, we read in, and when we read, we find such simple outlines of everyday justice that we are left wondering, why is it that we find it so hard to show love for each other in these kind of everyday ways? I mean, just consider the kindness that we've just read that was shown by allowing newlyweds an exemption for military service, not taking someone's cloak as a pledge or giving it back to them at the end of uh, each day so that they're not cold in the middle of the night, paying workers their daily wages uh, at the end of each day so that they can buy food and, and stay alive, showing equal justice to the weak and vulnerable people and to the aliens that live among us and leaving the gleanings of the harvest for the poor, the widow, and the alien. The little things, each and every one of them, each a small gesture, but together and even individually they mean a lot. At the beginning of Deuteronomy, we spent a considerable amount of time and energy energy dealing with just the first commandment, the commandment to fear, love, and trust God above all things. But this most that is the most basic and broad of all of the commandments. Everything hangs on that commandment. It includes all of life, and all of our life is included in that commandment. And all of these commandments flow from that. Because from that commandment, we also heard the command to love our neighbors, just as God loves them, And from there, we're shown how in everyday life we can actually show our love to our neighbor by the things that we do and by the things that we uh, refrain from doing. And by showing love to our neighbor, we, of course, demonstrate our love for God, and it works back into that circle. In In the biggest and most vast ways, we love God, and in the smallest and most mundane ways, we love God. And our love for God brings us together to love and care for each other as a sign of God's love. As a reminder of this, notice how many commandments point back to the story of the Exodus, the story that connects us to God's promise. When we keep the commandments, we remember the story of God's love and salvation, and so that we can do something in the present that bears witness to what God has done in the past. We give justice to the aliens who live among us as the commandment. Why is that so important? Because once we were aliens, deprived of justice, and then oppressed, and then enslaved, our freedom was taken away 
by Pharaoh. But now God has set us free. Not so that we can go out and enslave others or make their life miserable or hoard that over them, but for the for the pure fact that instead we can set them free and treat them with you know, treat them justly and equitably. So what kind of things do you think we could do as an individual and as a community that would be consistent with the telling of the story of what God has done for us in Jesus Christ? How do you think the gospel leads us to live and behave differently in this world? More kindly, more gently, more understanding, in a way that allows for both joy and and small acts of kindness and large acts. It might be fun to gather up some odds and ends, right? Some little commandments, maybe put together some proverbs to help us put our faith and our love into action each and every day in everyday things that we do. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant, This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to repair the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church and for the gift of relationships with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church. For those who govern the nations of the world, and for the people and countries ravaged by strife and warfare, I think especially of the people of Ukraine. For all who are at work for peace and to restore and bring international harmony. For those who are tending to the sick, caring for the wounded, being with those who are mourning, comforting them, walking with them. For those who shelter and are feeding and caring for those who have fled their home, and for all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. With good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.